Well, hello there and welcome to A Mindful Misfit. This is Rebecca, aka Mental Girl here. And guess what? Today is going to be a walk and talk. Yes, I felt like it. I just felt like doing it. I, it's a really nice um, morning. Definitely not too hot and not too cold. Perfect for this Goldilocks. So away we go. I hope you enjoyed this episode. So if you're new here um, to my podcast, please check out mentalgirl.com and check out my books and you'll get a a kind of a vibe about who I am. And, um, you know, I do walk and chats where I just sort of talk about stuff. And then I also do um, my in-studio podcasts. But I'm a small mom and pop shop and I'm still working on my sound and the quality. But I really hope that you focus more on my words and And if you have to turn the volume up or just kind of focus a little bit more, I hope it's worth it. So I really do enjoy these walk and talks because there are times where I do miss walking with friends and kind of chatting about stuff. I used to do more of that. And, um, you know, the past few years, things have changed. Relationships have changed. Walks have changed. Uh, Things change, you know, and... um, it's for me it's been a little bit more challenging talking to certain people for for several reasons um one is it it, we just think differently the other one is a lot of times i'm just so sensitive and people pick up people just start talking about stuff and i don't know it's like even over the course of a of a discussion i start to get nervous you know like oh boy here's something that they want to share that's going to scare me or whatever and also I tend to sometimes fall into old habits of talking too much and that bugs me you know I just talk too much I reveal too much it's like somehow I get into old patterns but again it's because I'm with people that I used to do that with so however as a mindful misfit (laughs) I'm trying to you know, do a little discovery and investigation about all these things and, you know, hope for, for, um, one day to be able to maybe, you know, what do you call it? Like rejuvenate or restart some of these old friendships, you know, being the new me. So, but about, uh, this, okay. So let's see if I can break those down. Some of it is just um when people bring up topics that kind of either just kind of jump scare me or say things i it, it's it's wow it's like a, there's a, like a little girl in me that just feels like think like it's ruined <laughs> and i'm trying to explore a little bit about that like all right that seems to be my reaction and not always it's, well it's either anger or anxiety you know and i tend to either disagree or get upset by something someone says or um, I'm just annoyed. These are things that I have been working on for years. I do believe that a lot of people have these, they just react differently. Some people react in sarcasm, some people react in um, anger. I think anxiety is sort of in there somewhere, they're just maybe not aware of it Um, because you know, anger and anxiety, they're sort of two um, strong emotions. 
you know, that you people can feel when they don't feel in control and it can get a little bit overwhelming, at least for me. And I won't, I, I'm going to catch myself here so that I'm not talking as if I know how everyone feels and I'm, I'll try to talk about how I feel because I think that's probably better. So since um, one of my triggers got activated in the last few days, and I, if you're again, if you're new here, I don't usually talk in specifics. One because they're personal. Two because I don't know if I want to get more information flooded at me. But also because I don't think it really matters what the specifics are. I think the um, just saying that you know you get a trigger, you get God anxious about something is enough. I think we can all relate to that. And I always feel like even when I hear conversations. And this is all about me personally. I feel like the compare and contrast kind of game can pop out. So that's why I keep things vague. And also just, you know, I, like I said, in, in my books too, I just, I don't really feel like it's necessary to go into specifics. So, but, uh, you know, when I'll say a trigger of anxiety and frustration, you know, where I just heard some information, it kind of angered me because it just felt so far out there. And then it spoiled something I was enjoying. And then I sort of spiraled. And then I was, you know, at the same time spiraling, grabbing onto all of my tools, which are being the mindful misfit. Like, oh, right, let's see. You know, really trying the soothing talk, being very aware that something got triggered. That's one of my triggers. It seems to be something to work on. One of the things I even had to say thank you. Thank you, because the more I work on this, the better I'll be at it. And then what I have been doing is the breakdown of information, sort of moving through it. Now, in the beginning, what I did was I allowed the trigger to activate a little bit, and I went down the rabbit hole of research. And you've got to be careful of that, because if you're, for me personally, when I'm anxious, it almost seems like I'm just going to attract more anxiety. If I'm frustrated, it just seems like I'm just going to head down more holes of getting anxious. Where my, I, I, there was a, there was a gut instinct at first, um, kind of moving around that anxiety and the triggering feeling, but I didn't really go with that. So that's interesting like I was kind of like all right that's interesting this really sort of got you a little bit of the doubting a little bit of the what if thing and I've learned through um, well experience and um, one of my one of my favorite responses from a therapist was like you know when you start what ifing, that's your sign that that's anxiety you know, sort of like the what if thing, like why are you making up the scary what ifs? What about all of the other what ifs? And what if everything's fine? What if this is not a worrisome thing? What if, you know, like all of that, but that somehow I go down the what if, what if? So I sort of acknowledge that. I was like, oh, wow, I started the what if thing. The other tool I used, or at least um, some self-dialogue, was where's the information coming from? I don't even know where the information's coming from. Is it valid? Is it well thought out? Is it intelligent? Is it researched? 
doesn't even matter if it's tons of it. Like, where is it coming from? And I think that one of the things, and I wrote in Mental Code Book 2, is that people with confident-sounding voices give out information and people believe it. And it's because they're confident and maybe they have a few things, but they don't have, like, all the information. So it starts to sound scary and more dramatic than it is. There's that. And then there was also, well, just look at it. Don't be afraid of it. Look at it. Are there some things that you feel, like I was asking myself, you know, are there some things that I feel um, I could look at? I could look at. I could see. I could investigate. Why am I so scared of it? Information, you don't have to be afraid of information. You don't have to be afraid of uh, some, something that you heard. Just look at it. And then it was also, one of my friends, she always says to sort of like follow the thread and also follow sort of like, there's another one that just kind of, you gotta reground. So I went to like a legitimate sort of source that I know of like what's going on here. You gotta pull out all the evidence too, all of the evidence, not just new stuff that's pouring in. You gotta take all of it. I mean, this is how intelligent people work through information. And I am really trying to build up all these muscles so that I don't get these triggers. Because again, re- you know, when you're really spot on, you, you just, you sort of take the information and you shuffle it and you move it around and you explore it, but you don't let it just climb in and start to wreak havoc. So finding myself sort of playing around with that, I realized, wow, there's, you know, there, well, the one thing I also wrote in Mental Code Book One, and this was, this was actually, I know it may sound gloomy and doomy, but it's not. It's actually more hopeful because I, me personally, I have worked through so much anxiety and I have done things that I never thought I could do, you know, using all my tools. But one of the things that was very actually helpful to me was to discover there's no cure for this. There's no cure to eliminate anxiety or eliminate these emotions that, you know, can jolt us. I mean, this is a, we are, we are human having experiences. These are things that we, these are things given to us or that we have inside us. I don't know if it's given, we have inside, that for survival, you know, it's just that they, I think the, the goal or the, the reason for them wasn't to, tip us over and to freak us out you know it was actually just to you know experience and then make our next move but a cure see the thing is is then once you get to a tipping point with anxiety and or anger or whatever those emotions that I have and they've kind of you know they've controlled or they've manipulated or they've brainwashed or they you know really upset your life it's it, when you feel them again they're you have these, you can have these memories and they can be frightening and you can get rattled and I do. And when I say you, I'm just saying it's how I feel. And if this, if this resonates with you, 
then um, I hope it makes you feel better that you're not alone. And th this, for me, sort of like there's this little child in me that I don't want to feel those thoughts. You know, I don't want to feel those, th I don't want to think those thoughts or feel those feelings. But then that's pushing away a part of me. So with that, I think on, to try to move through them and guide yourself through them so that you're not afraid when they happen. Because um, me, it starts to make me feel like, well, I can't talk to anybody because they all freak me out. And I want to get to a point where I build that muscle where that doesn't happen. And I just flow through it. I, and, but it takes a lot of work. And again, there's no cure because it's just going to keep happening. But you get stronger and stronger. You know, I get stronger and stronger at times. There are times things don't trigger me. And I'm like, wow, that used to trigger me. Or, you know, yeah, see, one pops up. But I'm going to try to use them as opportunities to say, okay, got a little work there. Got a little muscle to build there. That's okay. That's okay. And then also just realizing that, you know, a little laughter with it. It's like, okay, I, 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 I became triggered about something and worried about something, but the worry isn't going to help me actually get through it. So maybe we can let go of the worry a little bit and just kind of play with it. So I hope some of this made sense. I, I enjoy chatting. One of the things about the walk and talks that's kind of nice is it is like chatting with somebody. And, um, well, the fun part is I don't get interrupted, but just sort of chatting, you know, it's like as if, and the only thing I'm giving to you is this opportunity as you're listening to me, as if we were walking and I just started to chat and you can think about it and, um, sort it and, and if, if you relate or if it, I hope it's made you feel better, or maybe you have somebody that this sounds, uh, this sounds familiar because of someone that you know, then that could be very helpful for you, how you can relate to them. Um, then that's my goal with all of my chats. It's just sort of either you relate or some, it sounds familiar about somebody else that you care about or just kind of getting out in the world and you, you're just like, you know, you bump into someone who sounds like me and it, it makes more sense. <laughs> all of that stuff. So the goal is always just to kind of have fun and chat, see what comes out and see if I can, uh, explore my thoughts and also you be entertained by them <laughs> so thank you so much for listening i hope you liked it please message me i would love to know about the sound and also just about the topics i put a post out recently that i was asking are there any topics that you would like to discuss and that would be very interesting to see hear what you would like to discuss um if any and then also please follow me on facebook instagram and twitter one, all, whatever, and you can support me by buying books. Buy them for gifts. Leave them at cafes and libraries. And um, I really appreciate it. So I'm glad you're out there. Thank you for listening. Till next time.